How's Man. Bob Dylan doing? Is Bob Dylan still around? Bob Dylan has passed. Has oh, passed on. I can do so. He's been replaced. Um, that great and starter this one, in the sky. Yeah, is gone. It got like two months of neglect, and I just started over. And my daughter named it um, Bandit for the character in Bluey. Hello and welcome to episode 200 of the Erasable Podcast. I am Tim Wassum on the, uh, I, feel, I feel honored to be hosting episode 200 uh, of the show. Uh, so that's 200 episodes of listening to us talk about things that you liked hearing us talk about or didn't like hearing us talk about or wish we'd <laughs> talk about more. Um, and we're, we're excited. I, I, it still just blows my mind that we're at 200 episodes 200. of the podcast that was only going to last 30 episodes. I think that was kind of what was in my head. <laughs> and we thought we were stretching uh, it with 30 episodes. Yeah, I was like, I yeah, I'm like, like are there 30 episodes, 30 pencils to talk about? The, yeah, the key, the key was just not talking about pencils. As yeah, well. <laughs> find out. all kinds of other things. It turns out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but of course, I am joined live and video by my good friends, Andy and Johnny. Hey, guys. Hello. It's good to see your faces. This Likewise. is uh, Cheers. so if you. If you are listening uh, to this podcast and you are uh, and you are a Patreon subscriber, uh, log into your Patreon account and you can watch the video um, of this there. So, yes, and you will hear more in a second of why that will be yeah even more fun uh, to see. So it's not just looking at our beautiful faces that you'll get; you'll actually get uh, to experience kind of a, a new thing with video. So, uh, so we are going to do some reflection today. Uh, and talk about some things that we've learned. It's just some kind of like memories about the podcast. This is uh, as we we hit 200 episodes. We're also going to be launching into something we've been very excited about. I think we've maybe hinted at, but we're going to be joined in the second half of this show by best-selling author and dungeon master extraordinaire James Patterson, <laughs> Monica Corwin, a friend from the Erasable Group, who has. Uh, agreed very graciously to take us three inexperienced people into a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, a little mini campaign that we're going to be starting. Uh, so she is putting this together for us, helping us get our characters all set up. That's what we're going to be doing in the second half of the show is working on setting up our characters for the the campaign, which we'll be recording soon. And uh, the plan at this point is this going to come out in two parts because it's going to be, we're going to, we're going to let it breathe. We're not going to rush it too much. So, uh, Really glad to have Monica joining us today to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, guys, where do we start? <laughs> well, let's start at the beginning. Uh, episode yes. one. Episode and one. we'll talk. Our... We're, we're going to have a separate episode about each episode that we've done. Just provide like a commentary track. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but we're going to record them dollars. all now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're just going to. Non-stop. We're going to record them back to back. We're just figured we'd yeah. marathon this thing. We're going to record. It's Sunday evening. Yeah. Or, no, what is it? Monday? Tuesday? Yeah, it's Monday. Knows. It's Monday. Um, so yeah, we should be done by Saturday. Yes. <laughs> be perfect. Johnny shipped Next us a Saturday. bunch of coffee. Yeah. yeah. Adderall. Some Adderall mixed in. Yeah. <laughs> My own blend. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. Johnny Gamber blend. <laughs> um we will not be going through all two hundred episodes, no. fear not. <laughs> so um I think one thing. We were actually just before we started recording, looking back over some old like episode titles and just kind of having fun with that. But it did it does bring up this first kind of prompt that Johnny had th thought of, but just talking about like what we learned about producing a podcast that we 
oh, wow. we're willing to put our name behind, you know, like some, <laughs> something that is, you know, good quality. Cause everybody, you know, you start out and yeah. you figure things out as you go. And I think we figured a lot of stuff out as we went. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have something there. Um, go for it. So as the kind of primary, primary, primary editor of this podcast, um, one of the things I've learned is that, um, people actually really like, uh, us not editing very much. Like, you know, some podcasters, they'll t- really podcasts, they'll take out like awkward spaces in between or when people are talking over each other. Um, I think about there's a podcast called the Accidental Tech Podcast where, um, the guy Marco Arment who edits that is just like just very just precise and gets his like conversation. By the way, I have ink all over my hands, which maybe we'll talk about. So that's why I'm so dirty. Uh, <laughs> I haven't showered in like six days. Um, <laughs> No, uh, so I I leave in a lot of the ums. I leave in when we talk over each other and say, "Oh, sorry, go ahead." And I've heard people say that they really like how just like it's like they're sitting in a room or watching like a live performance of this. So um, I was just like, you know what? I think our style is just like lazy editing, which I, I am <laughs> I am willing to to sign off on. <laughs> the less work well, we have a, to do, the better. A lot of uh, caffeine. Yeah, caffeine. Like, you talk. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember the the difference when we went from just like recording on our like little earbuds to like professional mics. Um, I like, you know, invest in some audio equipment uh, if you're starting a podcast. That is that is one of the best kind of like gifts you can give yourself and your audience. It's just like good audio. And I think it takes like when you when we got the new mics and stuff and just stepped up our equipment and our like recording process or whatever a little bit. Yeah, it takes some of the pressure off yourself too. Yeah, you know, like you yeah. just feel a little self, less self conscious. Like that's one thing that we can control. Like yeah. I might still sound like an idiot, but do you, do you I remember clear as a bell when I'm sounding like an idiot? <laughs> do you remember what we sold um, to raise money to buy our microphones? Do you t-shirts. remember what the first first was it, thing was, was it the pins or was it the t shirt? It well, was... so the t shirts was the first big campaign, but we sold those little gray round stickers with the like little oh, yeah um, asterisk made out of pencils. And that uh, bought us our first mics. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we got those, those snowball mics out of that. We could, um, that's awesome. I think I have a couple. We could do a little giveaway. Oh, yeah. For it. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the old number. Oh, the sticker. I thought you were talking about your microphone. I was like, that's oh, yeah. going to go to the Smithsonian, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so right here. Johnny no, Gamber has spoken <laughs> into this. Yeah. It smells like coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like it, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, if you if you have one of those, like, so go join our go join the Patreon, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we'll we'll do a giveaway or something. I think I have a handful of those around too, and those feel like I like get feels when I pick one up because they're so they're like they're so oh, yeah. like they've been around for so long. But like I'll see one, I'll be like, yeah, like I yeah. haven't looked at this in a while because they're all in my like sticker drawer. So I usually get to the bottom and they've like sifted their way down. Yeah, nine and a half. Years. I like the evil sticker drawer. <laughs> oh no oh man right over there i have a sticker drawer that there's about to become two mm-hmm. two doors um <laughs> he's like stickers. i have a sticker dresser drawer <laughs> yeah right. so many stickers so box it's six inches six inches deep yeah there's <laughs> <laughs> uh, your episode title no. six <laughs> inches <laughs> oh i'm thinking six feet deep and that came out way wrong yeah. <laughs> oh. um six six feet under uh, stickers Another thing that I've learned um, of making a quality podcast is to uh, actually record it. Um, no, yeah, that's so quality. If you guys remember our first episode with Anna Reinert. Um, Pro tips. I remember yeah. the first take, not the second one. Yeah. 
we um i'll have to i'll have to find what episode number this is um but uh we recorded if you haven't listened to the early ones it was when i was still living in indiana so it was still kind of like that first that first early like 25 episodes um anna reinert was from the well-appointed desk was our was our guest and um in those days we were like specifically having cocktails during our recording sessions. Like we don't, we don't always drink alcohol during, I mean, I am right now, but like usually we don't. Um, and uh, yeah, we were just all having a cocktail and talking and we got about like maybe 40 minutes in and I go, guys, we didn't record. Episode 38, wax on, wax off. The inner what? piece of colored pencils. Is that oh, wow. I think it was earlier than that. Was there one about Noblot pencils that was earlier? Oh, is that? So we I had her on was... in 54 on Rubber Lovers. Okay. So before that, off. I don't yeah. see that one. Um, episode there's... 10. Episode 10, that's it. The Graphites of Wrath. Yeah. Yeah. We were also yeah. trying to do pun titles back then. Yes, um, that was a thing. We were yeah. very proud of those. Was that about Noblot? Um, uh, or Indelible Pencils? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. is... Yeah, yeah. The episode description today: the host got a little extra gray from an additional round of cocktails. Yeah, after Andy didn't hit the record button. Yeah, um, yeah. and I've I've done that since then. I've done that once or twice too. Um, not as so. deep in, like no, not as no, far no, no. into the episode. Yeah. Yeah. So I, fun. I'm very very, very proactive now with hitting the record button. <laughs> very memorable. Yeah. yeah, or not? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. I have one. If you're yeah um up for it um solicit feedback and reflect on it and don't assume that because people listen to your podcast that it can't be better um yeah. we used to do those cool silly cocktails which were really good brain exercises to come up with but some people really didn't like it yeah. so what are you going to do say yeah i am sorry you don't like this thing that we do but you know go to help. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, you know we've we've made adjustments for um yeah based on feedback like a lot i think a modern a modern example is you know we're not doing both tools of the trade and fresh points anymore um because some people were saying we were just going you know just going too long before we got kind of the meat the meat of it and you're like we get so, it tim you like tom yeah, Eddie. Like, tim stop talking <laughs> all, all of, every single white man in nashville who has a has an album tim has listened to <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tim, have you listened yeah. to the Richmond, North of Richmond? <laughs> I'm, I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm sure. That guy's actually a really good voice. Um, um, I mean, incredible voice. I yeah, mean, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Misplaced. I heard him interviewed the other day and he, about really? it. I don't know if you saw it. And he was like, yeah. He said the right things where he was like, eh, all these people are grabbing onto this. And like, that's, he, yeah. And it sounds like he's been like kind of, you know, thinking critically about that work. I think he, just mentioned like you know he's he's maybe some of his ire is misplaced or like yeah. he was walking that back a little bit which was interesting but yeah and he did yeah. say like he he voiced like kind of contempt for yeah people who are trying to just like ride his viral video and like yeah. latching on to him and agreeing they, with him and he's like i wrote this song about you yeah <laughs> i because because apparently hate myself, i watched the gop debate and yeah. oh they uh, played that didn't they They played that at the, the very beginning like they they had a whole sort of like intro question that's about... that's where he talked about it in the interview he's yeah. like so i was on the debate that was pretty wild but <laughs> it was a little 
He's yeah. like, he's just stupid. Because like, I, I wrote this about you yeah. and them. Like, I wrote this about all of you. Yeah. And you're talking, and you're like making it a battlefield. It's like a, you know, uh, was it Reagan deciding to play Born in the USA? It's oh, like you listen yeah. to that song, and it's about like we. It's basically they basically BBC like we mistreat our veterans. It's like <laughs> that's like what that old song is about. Like, yeah. Uh, anyhow, sorry that was a yeah that was a yeah. Tangent. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a perfect example of why we don't do a book anymore. It's because yeah. we'll go down that road. You just mentioned, you know, white yeah. Americana singers. <laughs> um, no. so, so things yeah. we've learned uh, that are not important for producing a quality podcast. Um, I have one more thing. I have one thing for oh, the last one. Yeah, yeah. Real quick is I was just going to say like that with like creating the space for people to talk to each other instead of just like, let's say like with the Facebook group, like we did that really early on. And that, of course, has its own. Yeah. It has its own life now. Like, yeah. there's there's way too many people on there for all of them to be listening there's, to this podcast. Like, there's probably seventy five percent of them, ninety percent of them. I don't know. Just like, yeah, famously, you know. uh, what is it? What is John John Morris, who was a very active of that group, a very active mm-hmm. member of that group, was like, oh wait, there's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he also asked, "What is a podcast?" Yeah, <laughs> I, I hope it was a joke. So, John, if you're listening, I hope you know what a podcast is now. <laughs> yeah. No, you're this, right, and and all credit to you, Tim, for starting that Facebook group. I I think I did you, that. You, yeah, you pushed the button. I did. You're the original. I don't, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> and, so, and it was, I, just, I, hate I feel I feel like it was <laughs> it was like us and like less and Dade for like a little while. And mm-hmm. um, oh, I know um, Lenore was a pretty really really early member of that group, and who has since been a guest. Um, yeah. So yeah, I like community is everything. Um, Arguably, I think that's more important to sort of like the editing than this actual podcast herself uh, itself, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And unfortunately, it's also kind of like bends to the whim of a Facebook. And we've had like I know that we have a a very languishing Discord group and um, a couple other places where we can congregate. But you know that was community is so important, and honestly, is is the reason I think that we have done two hundred episodes because we get so much content. Uh, inspiration and like you know pieces from that group feedback yeah yeah uh yes how, how many so how many people are in that group now it's like is it five six thousand it's almost is four thousand it's um, almost four thousand okay yeah. oh sorry anyways but like those if we have four thousand people in there say how many of those four thousand do you think yeah think that we used to be members of that podcast group and then yeah. Creative. <laughs> yeah. Creative. Yeah. I mean, it's called the Erasable Podcast Community, but like they probably don't even like realize that. They're probably like, yeah. I wonder, I wonder how long after they started the Facebook group did and we, they change and the title. We've tried to like take podcast out of that group because it's kind of its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Erasable Podcast or the Erasable Pencil Community, but people are like, no, like this is per the podcast. So yep. um, it, we have 3,962 people in that group. So we just need. 38 more people and we'll be at 4,000. So tell your friends. Or, you know, start, awesome. create some fake accounts and come. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell the Russians to join our group. Yeah. We lost after we made sort of like that def- very like line in the sand, definitive Black Lives Matter statement. I think we lost like 20 some people. So, so we have, we have good, we have the right people in this group. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get political. Yeah, no. <laughs> and that was, Pencils. I mean, honestly, that was a choice that we made at one point, like not that long ago. Like for a while, I think we were just kind of talking around it. And at one point we we're just like, yeah, yeah, let's, let's just be political. It's fine. And 
I am surprised on how um how much that was accepted and how okay that was with almost everybody. I think I've only gotten maybe two or three email comments just saying like, oh, I don't agree with that. Like, don't talk about that. And I'm I usually just respond and be like, hey, thanks for thanks for your feedback. Like this is kind of authentically like we people really like how authentic we are on the show and this is a big piece of it. So so yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, that's I think been we really tone it down like big time on the show. Yeah. I have some very mean things to say that I never say on the show. <laughs> Johnny is a um, so, uh, um, man, a socialist anarchist and uh, is out there throwing Molotov cocktails at cop cars. And uh, he doesn't talk about that at all. Only limos. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. so things we learn you should never ever do when making a good podcast. Right? We kind of are easing into it there, but um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Think, yeah. Um, don't engage yeah. with people on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> that happened a couple times very badly, or at least yeah. one time I can remember, and it was my fault. <laughs> that, was, that did not I go think, well. Sorry, Toffer. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I sort of pour, pulled Toffer into it. Uh, Toffer. What's great about Topper is they are willing to, uh, I think, I think I was talking to them about this, this through text afterwards. And they were like, one of the things about me is I'm willing to just like die on any hill anytime, which is really <laughs> great when you need sort of like, you know, uh, a fearless defender. And uh, yeah, so I, I appreciate that about them. And it shows that we have a very sort of like loyal listening audience and I don't know how many people like are just friends who I talk to on a regular basis who were mm -hmm. kind of born born out of this. So that's real. Besides, besides you guys, like you know, Topper and I text like you know once every once every week or so. So stay in touch, which is cool. That is a that is a good like thing to point out. It is kind of like crazy to think about how many people I would actively call a friend. Yeah, I have because of this podcast. Yeah, ninety percent of which I've have never seen them before. Yeah, like in yep. person. Yeah. Um, we, we, uh, we mentioned that like, you know, something you, you don't want to do to make a podcast is have guests with, um, deep voices on because they just will not compete. They just can't compete with our own 10 B Tim. So, yeah, and I mean, you, you got, you got some voiceover work out of it, didn't you, Tim? Like you're literally a little bit, that's right. <laughs> you did that timber twist, um, uh, mm -hmm. commercial. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Call my yeah, agent you know. if you're looking for somebody. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He might be able to pencil you into his... Company. His name is Mitt Mesaw. <laughs> <Me> <laughs> <His> number, <laughs> and his number happens to be the same as mine. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> I forgot about Mitt Mesaw. <laughs> uh, oh, that's very good. Yeah. Um, so I think um, another like thing to avoid, and it kind of like goes back to what we were talking about with like some of those earlier episodes and the things we wouldn't talk about or things we would talk about, is like just avoid sounds like the opposite like avoid not being yourself like uh you know like this got so much more fun when i was just like don't make it sound like a podcast it doesn't have to you don't have to sound like you're yeah trying to play a character or something just yeah just another place to be yourself i think some one of the other things we kind of learned was um especially after we kind of like got into the the double digits of the of podcast recording is like it's it's okay to not always talk about pencils like I think our first few episodes were very, very strictly about pencils and just like talking through some of those things. And I think people 
especially after you we you know started forming a little bit of an audience like people are very interested in this things kind of around pencils right like mm -hmm. and not even just like notebooks and erasers and sharpeners but also like creativity and uh supply chain manufacturing and like and manufacturing stuff and also Make, just, yeah, just making things yeah just in general like yeah, yeah like maybe like um johnny i know one of your i mean one of all like you brought on ed kemp onto the show and i would say that an episode about zines was one of the most kind of like pivotal pieces like pivotal things that has happened in this this podcast right like yeah yeah, like he Ed Kemp definitely sort of like changed um changed Johnny's life, kind of changed our lives when as far as like scene making goes. So we have a lot of people in the group. And didn't didn't the erasable group kind of make a, a connection there between Ed and somebody? Yep. Uh I don't know the details, but Tara listened to the episode and yeah. they got in touch and hung out and now they do more than hang out. Yeah. I hope we can get. I hope that there's a, if there's a big day, we'll get invited. Yeah, I mean, uh, I assume we're yeah. going to be the three of us officiating a wedding. Like, yes, well, I'm be a, I'll be the flower girl. Okay, I am a reverend <laughs> in the state of New Jersey. I am a reverend of the uh, whatever online church. You know, you pay thirty dollars and become a reverend. So, oh, I'm a Catholic deacon in New Jersey. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was going to say I just learned something. Ten years later, I learned something <laughs> new about Johnny Gamber. That explains a lot. He disappears. <laughs> yeah, so that's really but cool. um, yeah, I've I've talked to people who said that they actually don't care what we talk about; they just like to hear us talk to each other, which I really appreciate. And I don't want to take for granted yeah. to, mm. you know, start putting out crap like, "Hey, we don't have an episode title. Let's let's literally read our grocery list and talk about what we made." Andy's going to monologue for an hour about some UX bullshit. <laughs> UX bull stuff. Ask him about guitars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or I'll bring it up. Yeah. yeah. Just get it get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. But I I I appreciate that people listen to it for the hosts and not just, you know, pencil. Yeah. Which, yeah. Like you said, we barely talk about it anymore. Yeah. That's true. So, um, yeah. What I think else? the, I don't know who put this on the list, but like, I couldn't agree with this one more, but like you, your guests, all, all you, the only kind of guest you need, it doesn't matter on like, you know, who they are, but it's just, if they're enthusiastic, like if they like love it, then it doesn't matter. You don't need to go for like famous, you know, writers or whatever you're trying to talk about. Um, I think that's just an excellent, excellent yeah. point. Absolutely. Yeah. We just mentioned Ed Kemp. That was like, I mean, that was a really popular episode. I mean, he's I pretty famous. Hear, I could hear he is. Yeah, he is. And I could hear Johnny blushing over, like over the headphones. He's like, <laughs> yeah, learning, <laughs> learning about podcasts you're, or about a zines. You're, I could just feel you getting flushed. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize I, I must how, do this. <laughs> but I didn't realize how prominent he was in the zine community until after that. Like, mm. wow. Yeah. 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 It's great. It's like, um, extra awesome that he took the time yeah I'm trying to think of a few like like henry hewlin for example like he i mean i i suppose if you're in pencil manufacturing he's kind of a legend but like for the general public like you know some 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 dude who like owns a pencil factory and he is he was just one of the most like charismatic and like enthusiastic 
people about pencils and he was such a delight to have on. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're yeah. still pen pals. Yeah. Well, pencil pals. Although, I mean, with famous guests, like we had on David Reese pretty early and that was, that was pretty amazing. Just like a very early, um, I mean, he's, he's kind of like, I think like John Hodgman will call himself like a, you know, minor television celebrity and <laughs> David Reese is maybe just a little bit more minor than that. Like, yeah, yeah. but but still like just among a certain group of people, just like pretty, pretty well known. And he was, yeah, he was a really fantastic guest. Yeah. I still, um, okay. Go I was going to, I was going to say, I, I mean, I, I don't know twice or three times I put out a call to, um, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to come on the show as a fountain pen lover and still have not heard from her (laughs) office. So just say it's from the pen addict. Yeah. If anybody has any connections in Washington, (laughs) um, we really want AOC to come on, talk about fountain pen. Or the Johnson City PBS affiliate. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, do you want some voters in a pretty red state? Like, come on on down. Yeah, we we had um, Richard Smith on the Thoreau reenactor. Oh yeah, that, that was, was pretty early on. Yeah, and among that was fun. anyone who's in the Thoreau, he's like a freaking rock star. And he, this is when we used to do Skype. He thought we were going to do video, so he was in costume. Oh <laughs> <laughs> like, um, man, so it comes through in your you know, in the audio. In here, he probably does the pictures. character better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I th- I thought it was Jay Newton. That was pretty recently, but that was a really really yeah. awesome episode and a really great example of just, you know, having the right people on people who love, love this stuff. And, um, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, super Jay, enjoyable. Jay's really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we air the thing where we talked about five worst guests? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we always had fun with, well, we didn't Brad Dowdy. Number two, yeah. Brad Dowdy. Yeah. Number three, all, all Brad Dowdy. <laughs> the, um, April Fool's stuff we used to do was really fun. Yeah. To have and some yeah. On. and, and I'll, um, occasionally, I'll occasionally get people who are asking like, oh, why aren't you doing that anymore? And it's like, it's it's really fun, but it's just a lot of effort. And I think that we've, um, we could continue just getting like new voices to do an episode. And, and we totally should like eventually let's mm-hmm. get back into it. But that'd be fun. man, it takes, it takes a lot to just like make that happen and pull that together. And uh, all of our lives have been pretty insane in the last year. So <laughs> yeah, a couple of years. Yeah. I- I forgot about April 4th. I mean, April 1st. Yeah. See. And, and it's, <laughs> it, it gets really uh, hard because it's also so close to like international pencil day. Like, you know, that's, that's January or March 30th. Oh yeah. And then April fool's day is the one after that. So it's really hard to just sort of like do something for both. But like that, that first time when we got uh Caroline, was it Caroline and Caitlin and Alex? Is that who it was? Alex Colin, And, um, Brett. Yeah, and, oh, and no, they Brad had, was on. And they did a college thing. Yeah, they they had like a yeah interview, and that was that was just just a really good episode. And honestly, like it also, if you remember, it kind of bore some fruit. Like when Les and Lenore and Day did it, uh, they started a podcast of their own after yeah. that. So RSVP so was, cool. was born out of that. That was really cool. Yeah. So um, you want to talk about surprising realizations after 200 episodes? Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Let's do it. So can I go first? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I guess skip the first one. We talked about it. But when the three of us were finally, you know, in the same state slash room slash airport, yeah. like it was <laughs> not weird, like 
Hey, yeah. we've talked from the internet for seven years. We've never met each other. It was like very natural. Yeah. Homey. Very yeah. easy. Hugs. Yeah. Like it was, it was, yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just slipped right into that. We were just like, oh yeah, we're going to just like, you know, all spend three days in this two bedroom apartment in Baltimore and it's going to go <laughs> great. Yeah. Yeah. I remember sitting around at my dining room and we were drinking coffee. And I was like, holy shit, Tim and Andy are here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is crazy. Let's I think all... we had like a pile of pencils in front of us too. Just yeah. Let's all probably. just build. You know how <laughs> you know how in LA they have those like content creator houses? No. They're just a bunch of people who do TikTok just like go live in a house and they just all help each other with their TikToks. Let's Whoa. just make a sounds good. let's just make a podcast <laughs> house and we just we'll just all take our families and everything and just buy a big like eight bedroom house somewhere and you get all kinds of podcasters live. come yeah. in and stay in, in the apartment building. Knock on the wall. Yeah. Like, Gladwell, yeah. shut up. <laughs> Joe Rogan, you're, you're out. Yeah. Uh, Conan, clean your dishes. Come yeah. on. Like, what is your... No, I, I think we should all just go live in just like one big pot, like, like compound, and we can just create all the content, and we'll make it our full-time jobs, and just have like a little commune, and it'll be fine. It would feel supernatural. Yeah, yeah. just Supernatural, natural. double yeah. meeting. Extremely natural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So pencil, pencil content creator house. Yeah. Yeah. We need to, we need to do more. We need to do that again. Um, get our second matching tattoo together. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. We can show those. On there. Yeah. Come on, Johnny. Hey, get that up there and we'll, I'll do a screenshot. Do a screenshot. Oh man. Uh, Johnny's is. Hold on. I'm pixelating. Sorry. <laughs> pixelating. Get, your, get your arm back, Johnny. For <laughs> me. <laughs> Here, put your phone. <laughs> he just disappears. Word. <laughs> I cannot I, work technology. That's really weird. How? Here, get it in front of your. To get it in front of your face like this. That's got to be hard oh. to do. Okay. Like, get your whole okay, arm in front of your. Turn it sideways. This is fascinating, man. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Hold, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, just gonna turn the skin. Why can't I? Like, turn the skin. Ow! Just twist. Your Ow! Arm. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. I'll get that. I got that screenshot. That's We're good. <laughs> I, think I broke my arm. Yeah. <laughs> got your stretches in. Yeah. 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 Trying to get the inside of your forearm onto a camera that's in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got the placement, assuming I would be back quickly to get another tattoo, and then COVID. Yeah. So, is that the last two? Is that the last one you got? Yeah, I think Hunter's moved, mm. or he oh, did wow. move, but I think he moved again. So. I Did I tell you I'm getting choice. I'm getting a second tattoo? Did we talk about that? No. I don't think so. Yeah. No. Um there's this guy in Santa Cruz named Nick Vargas who has really cool he does really cool tattoos. Uh many of them are of cats. And I'm going to get a, a cat sitting at a desk using an, an old vintage iMac. Oh, nice. I, I was just I, I started laughing just for the people who are watching video because I was imagining that belly button. Have you seen those like belly button tattoos of cats? What? People oh, with like... the with the cat buttholes. Yes. Your belly button is the cat yes. <laughs> I was just imagining that I started laughing because I was imagining you getting that tattoo. Yeah, no, I'm I mean gonna... that's that's yeah, my third. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I follow on it. I have uh, one that of those, but awesome. it's a dog. <laughs> I'm not gonna show it. No. No, this is a I family saw... podcast. I saw um Oh gosh, what was I gonna say? So the, uh, oh, the iMac, the original iMacs. I had, you know, I had one of those too. And yeah, 
which I love that. But I saw some picture that somebody had posted from a museum. It was like the Museum of Technology or something. It's like, hey, millennials, do you feel old now? And like, <laughs> had a glass case with one of those inside of it. It's like, <laughs> oh, man, they were everywhere. Computer yes. labs. Yes, were, I feel old. <laughs> yes. Uh, bu- 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 bu. Yeah. Uh, another one, um, something you learn after 200 is like, yeah, like I, I'll just reiterate communities, everything, right? Like people, people still listen. People have met each other. People have met us. We have met each other um, out of this. And it's, um, I think, I think one of the things I've learned is like, you can build that momentum, like your topic, like the topic is mostly irrelevant. Uh, you will find your audience if you do this um, consistently and passionately enough, right? Like if we, like how many, how would, there's so many pencil people out there that we didn't even know, right? Like, and um, it's it's something where, you know, we we decided like to operate at a two-week cadence. For the most part, we've done that. I feel like we've dropped that a little bit over the last year yeah, or so. We're but back. generally speaking, um, we were very consistent and passionate and we put some like work into it. And doesn't matter how niche your podcast is, like you will find your people by doing that. And that's that's really important and really good. I mean, there's some yeah. stuff too. Like we early on, we had a like a little bump from Brad Dowdy. Um, had some things like that. I think that kind of gave us some of our core. Um, but generally speaking, like that accumulated, and yeah, feel really good about that. Yeah, and like you guys were saying before, not playing a character. I, yeah. I listened to myself in the first couple episodes. I'm like, oh, I can feel how I'm sitting like this, just like nervous, <laughs> and yeah, now I'm like. I've recorded without pants on several occasions. <laughs> I'm not wearing pants right now. <laughs> Let me say I never wear pants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, totally. And uh, authenticity is important. Kind of like consistency is important. Passion. Um, yeah, so you can you can find your people. And, and honestly, like, I think, I mean, just a little bit of inside baseball. Um, we like a few years ago we kind of plateaued on the number of listeners and i think that um that's fine like we've we found like you know we've we have saturated the market like i'm sure there are more people who like pencils out there but it's pretty unlikely that we're going to grow pretty exponentially um unless we start doing something different right and i think the key is is we don't want to do something different so um eventually when we sell the rights to stitcher um (laughs) it's a radio then maybe people get more but you know they'll just replace us with like you know malcolm gladwell and he'll have a pencil podcast yeah yeah yeah. we're just going to be chat gbt um just like ai driven yeah we're just going to release episodes like every hour and it's all going to be chat gbt driven like they have our voice prints yeah i mean technically i could could do that doing it for months right now this is this is chat GPT yeah. Well, yeah. generated right now. Yes. <laughs> if someone really called it on us. That's why we're doing video. No, yeah. it's really us. I mean, <laughs> surely you couldn't have made that many perfect podcast episodes. Yes, we did. <laughs> Without call- AI. No, we did it. No. Yes, we did. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> so um, I don't know about you guys, but at this point, I don't sprinkle, um, hey, yeah, I co host a podcast into conversations where you meet people or where someone's like, Oh, I'm a creative. You're like, um, I make a podcast because it's it's been so long. It's just a thing. Like, I mean, 
I did sort of drop that a little bit when I so I went to the San Francisco Pen Show yesterday. Oh, you had oh, that's, there. Yes, on, yeah. on Saturday. That's different. That's yeah, different. and yeah. I I sat at a, a table. Um, the San Francisco Stationery Meetup had like a little workshop um, in one of the conference rooms, and mm. we had tables for like notebooks and washi tape and pencils and pens. And I was of course at the pencil table, and um, there was somebody who came in who just like knew a bunch about Musgrave and. She just like she just had some like deep knowledge of Musgrave, and so um, it's like, hey, that's really cool. Have you ever listened to a podcast about pencils? You should listen to it. So, uh, yeah, so that was surprising, cool. and yeah, so I, I do I do drop it now and then, but for the most part, yeah. I usually yeah, have, I, like let let other people ask. Like I, I I won't bring it up, but people will usually say like, "Oh, he's got a podcast," and yeah. which is also kind of funny because it's like even people who don't listen to it are like, "Hey, oh, I got this podcast. It's, yeah. It sounds really cool." And like I'll talk to him. The I always I don't know about you guys, but I have like my little speech that I give every time I introduce it. And one of the things is always kind of like what you're saying about like the niche thing. They're like about podcasts, but I'm like. Yeah, my thing is, I was like, well, if you were really into sneakers, then of course there's going to be people who are talking about sneakers, or if you were, if it's running shoes, like there's going to be podcasts out there that are about running shoes, or you yeah. know, yeah, being a CPAP user. I'm, like, there's probably <laughs> podcasts about like literally, like, or there's like those niches on the internet. They're all out there. Like, you can go as deep into anything as you want to. So. Yeah. Uh, are you talking about uh, the sleep apnea stories by Emma Cooksky? It's a classic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sleep apnea stories is is a podcast. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Off I mean, in. I usually joke and I say like, you know, as a as a white man, I am legally obligated to tell you about my podcast. Um, <laughs> was that that amazing uh, meme or whatever? Like, it, it's been a few years, but it was. I, mean, I think it was just on Twitter, and it was like someone said, "My daughter asked me, like, um, gosh, what is it? it's like? Well, when." When a white man loves his voice very much, it was like a sex question, but they like yeah. they turned around. Like why? Like, yeah. And it's a it's a collective noun. You know, you have like a murder of crows and a pride of lions and a a podcast of white men. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Who don't feel heard? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. Um. Yeah. Anything else before we bring Monica on, or should we? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was about to say, like, it's, yeah, thanks for, I can't believe so many people still listen, which is really awesome. And also just like still doing it with the three of us because it's like, you know, like Johnny said, we didn't see each other for seven years. And now, like, I think we are all the people, like in that circle of friends in our life where like we text each other when something happens. Oh, yeah. Like, or Mm -hmm. we we, like, which is, which is a really kind of amazing thing. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a a big milestone and another big milestone will be in mid-march of next year uh, which will be our 10-year anniversary which is pretty amazing oh my god amazing i know this is that would be a good uh opportunity to get together in person sure would yeah Yeah. at i don't know shelbyville tennessee Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. henry Mm -hmm. henry nicole (laughs) um i know a guy yeah (laughs) we know some people yeah um and uh yeah and yeah i i mean i we said this before that like I count you guys as two of my best friends and definitely like I've gone through a lot in the last year or so and you're the first kind of voices first people I've told stuff to and gotten your opinions on so this is this is definitely out of all of the various creative projects that I've like started and stopped this is the one that has 
gone on the longest and has attached itself to my sort of like personal identities like the hardest. So yeah, thank you both for being part of that. Yeah, this is born the best fruit in my in my view. Oh. So when we retire in 75 years, we'll be in the we should get in the same retirement home and keep doing the podcast at yes. like a, 105 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm the oldest of us. I'll be dead. <laughs> no. no, you won't. We'll, we'll keep you alive. Well, we're yeah, going to download we'll your happen. consciousness into the cloud. And then... We're going to bring back the, <laughs> we're going to bring back the gray sticker to sell, to raise money, to, you know. <laughs> to host, host Johnny's consciousness on the cloud. <laughs> it's like that episode of right. Black Mirror. About it. Yeah. And so sh- should we jump in and, uh, yeah, let's do Monica? it. So yeah, let's, let's bring Monica in. Okay. Light your torches. Quick costume change from the three of us. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Um, but we are very happy to welcome Monica Corwin, best-selling author and dungeon master Monica Corwin. Thanks for joining mm-hmm. us. I should add dungeon master to my uh, all of my social media blurbs now. I never, there, you should, yeah, I never thought about especially. it. <laughs> please, please do. But when I was introducing <laughs> you, like with the beginning of the episode, I was tempted to say dungeon master extraordinarily willing to teach us how to play this game. <laughs> yeah, I'm we, glad you didn't we, uh, didn't go up there. <laughs> we we come from we come from different uh, levels of familiarity. So uh, really appreciate you being up for the up for this. We're yeah. we're trying to do something special for our 200th episode, and this just this idea popped up, and it felt right. So something new. One thing I've learned uh, since I started DMing is people love to tell you when you're wrong. So I'm sure there's going to be somebody out there who's played for 30 years <laughs> that are going to be like, you will actually. So, yeah. yeah. I, listen, yeah. <laughs> I listen to this podcast that it actually has a character named well, actually. <laughs> no, it's, it's called uh, Dungeon, the Dungeons and Daddies podcast. I've talked oh, about. I love that one. It's so good. They, they have a character named that, but, uh, but they'll often be like, all right. And all of you out there who are going to say we're doing this wrong, just don't email us. Like we're, this is just how we're doing it. So we're just having <laughs> fun. Could you tell us a little bit about your background and just like kind of what you do and also a little bit about your kind of experience with Dungeons and Dragons? Sure. Um, I actually haven't been playing Dungeons and Dragons very long. Um, I started, we started, I started my first session zero with, uh, with some other players in March of COVID year. So yeah, that, that lasted one session and then everybody got quarantined for a long, long time. So I never got to, um, finish that campaign, but we, um, but I fell deep into the critical role rabbit hole and uh, just blasted through critical role like crazy. Um, and What's I just critical start, role? Uh, it is a Dungeons and Dragons sort of conglomerate is all I can call it right now. They have a, a web show they do on YouTube and Twitch. Well, it's on Twitch, but they do it on they cross post to YouTube. Um, but they have like merch now and they have a whole thing. And they also did an, like Amazon did a. Uh, animation of their first campaign um stuff like that so it's yeah it's huge now hmm. um, but it's That's basically cool. just a live play um and they do like a weekly live play got it's it it's pretty fun yeah um background wise uh i'm a writer i've been writing for since i was young but um i didn't start publishing till uh 2012 so a little while from there um, I write romance novels, uh, mostly some a demo and some fantasy and paranormal stuff, just when I feel like it. Um, I do work a day job. I'm an analyst. I started an intelligence analysis uh, about a billion years ago, um, and that's mm-hmm. kind of my career-wise. Um, What's your favorite pencil? Lip in Ohio. My favorite pencil uh, would be the Palomino Golden Bear. 
Yay. I already knew the answer to that one. So just want to get it on recording. I'm think secondly would be the oh, it's the black wing. Uh it was the all black one they did for an author that had the like it was the extra fine. Which one? Twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah, that's my favorite. It's a good one. Choice. Very cool. Well, how do we how do we want to get started? Oh, sorry, go on, Tim. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So So we are uh, creating characters today. So Monica's helping us out with that, kind of getting our characters set for the campaign. So and and this will be the way. This will be a couple, a few episodes of this, right? Like we're gonna, like maybe episode two hundred one, maybe two hundred two are gonna be part of this campaign, right? Before we slide into regular programming. That's kind of the idea, Tim. Oh, yes. Sorry. I thought you were saying okay. like the creation. Yeah, yeah. We're going to create our characters and then the, the episodes of playing the campaign. We'll, well, we might record it together, but it'll be spread out over two episodes because it might be a little long. Okay, cool. Um, the, be- the best place would be to start usually session zero. You start with house rules. Um, the DM usually I don't have a lot of house rules. I'm still relatively new to DMing. I run the local adventure league at my local game store, which is sort of like it's like a regular campaign, except for it's sort of in sessions. People can drag and drop whenever they can, and they'll take their character to other places that do Adventure League. And the only rule is you have to fit into within the tier um, level-wise so that people aren't, like, superly overpowered when they come into a, a game. Um, so, yeah, I don't, t- I don't have uh, many house rules. The one I do have is uh, related to critical hits. Um, so when you roll a d20, uh, which is this guy here with the 20 sides, blah, um, uh, a natural twenty is called a critical hit, and it means you uh, deal more damage with those uh, with those dice. So instead of so, what you do is you double the dice. Some people will double the so roll the one damage dice and double the number. I do it where you roll two of that damage dice. Um, once you have all your character stats and you have your spells and stuff, you'll see it'll list what um what dice you'll roll for those, and then I'll prompt you when when it's time. Okay. Um. Other than that, we should just start with kind of what characters you guys have chosen, like what uh what class you've chosen, and if you've looked at races, and we can start there. Um. So I started. I decided to put together a bard, the character uh based on the bard, uh for race. I just I went with human. I I kind of used uh yeah, Monica, you you recommended the the D and D Beyond app, and so I just used that mm-hmm. to kind of like for mine just the last couple of days just to generate some stuff about the character. It did ask me, and I was going to ask you, it asked me to pick a background. So what does a background mm-hmm. mean? So my background I ended up choosing was Sage because it, it, sure. it like walked me through the options. But like, how does that affect your character? Yeah, so it'll give you, uh, so it'll give you like little buffs on certain things. So sometimes backgrounds will give you proficiency in certain tools. It'll give you little buffs on some of your stats, depending on your background. Um, and it can also... Uh, give you like a special feat and feats are like uh, they're just like little bonuses um, you can take as you level up and or if at the dm's discretion like if you do something real cool and you get a feat um, they're just like little extras so it'll it can give you like a higher constitution or a higher stat score related to whatever you feel like or um, give you more hit points just depends on the actual one and there are tons of both backgrounds and feats so um, that is something we wanted to i wanted to discuss with you guys today either we can go through backgrounds you guys can pick one that fits your classes or um i was thinking because we're doing such a unique sort of setting i can come up with a custom background that you all share oh um, yeah and i make it some kind of pencil related background that's what i was thinking sure yeah that sounds great 
got to look up the feats uh, to sort of uh, figure out which ones will fit best. Um, but you also get uh, proficiency in certain tools. So um, obviously related to pencils, um, there are, they don't really have a pencil type tool, but they do have a calligrapher supplies. So that's going to have to go in there. Um, <laughs> that works. But I will look at the rest of them and I will let you guys know which ones. Um, and then to add them, it's easy to add them in D&D Beyond, or you could just write them down if you guys are doing pencil and paper on like a physical sheet. Okay. Is there a binders all for Johnny? <laughs> he's like he's like I got a he's like I got a table full of them behind me. Okay, yeah, I've got cool. some really um, nice vintage ones. That was scary. Oh, nice. oh yeah, yeah. Um, totally use that as a weapon. Okay, so, weapon. <laughs> so is that? Uh, oh, and I also I named my character. I can I oh, can nice. mention that what now. Did, what did you name? So I wanted to so be in the bard. I wanted to like pull something from songwriting, and I'm a big fan of a guy named. Uh, John Prine, we've talked about on here before, but he has a really famous song called Sam Stone. And so I made a character called Samik Stoneback. So it's like Sam Stone, but like turned into like sort of a fantasy name. So, not not Mitt Nisaw? No, no, that's that's the uh, that's the Oz figure behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's my that's my character so far. I don't know if there's any other info you you'd want right now, but. Um, I'll need your stats uh, once we do that, but I figure we'll just go around and get everybody's class and yeah. race first, and then we can um, do that. Do you guys have you have you guys seen the uh, sealed nodes D and D books? They have a set. Yeah, of yeah. I need to buy some. I do not have one. Yeah, <laughs> I meant to pick one up before we did this, and I didn't get around to it. I might order one before yeah. we do the next. So yeah. I heard a rumor that that company is going to start making their own. So. Those could be numbered. Other days could be numbered. Mm -hmm. oh. I heard it say somebody whose opinion I, I listened to. <laughs> cool. But Johnny, you want to go next? Sure. Um, so way back when Tim was like in kindergarten, I used to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and I liked being uh, rogues because why not? Like, I grew up in the city. Yeah. It seems like a good sneaky little f word so um, <laughs> i don't know if that's still what they call it because it was a whole different game back then and um we're still pretty sneaky <laughs> yeah i like i always liked elven robes because why not i have little ears so i imagine it would be fun to have bigger ears nice all right elvish rogue cool did you come up with a name what? or still thinking on that <laughs> ralph Nice. Ralph. Ralph the Rogue. I like it. <laughs> Rogue Ralph. Rogue Ralph. Quick thinking. <laughs> all right. Um, I, I was reading all the different classes, and the one that really interested me was the Warlock, just because it sounds like you, it's like a, a human on a, on a quest, for, or somebody on a quest for knowledge, and you make a deal with, with a demon or something to understand sort of the powers of the universe right like and that's that's just sounds really interesting and compelling to me and i do feel like i'm i'm constantly just wanting more context or wanting to understand things more so i i might personally be somebody who like if offered the chance sell my soul to a demon in order to understand the universe better um, did you pick your patron uh no i didn't i did not know well um, okay. give me some options maybe for a patron <laughs> What's right, let me let me pull some up uh there are a ton of different options. They range from demons to gods to archfey. Um, 
for warlocks. And there's also come something called Oathbreaker, where you make a deal, but you don't go through with your end, and that does something oh. um, different. Okay. Oh, I don't know if you I'm ready to storm the capital. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's lots of different. Um, yeah. You've got lots of different options. Uh, yeah. Un undead versions. So arch phase are more like tricky. Um, yeah. They give you like tricky stuff, tri tricky powers. There's like a Cthulhu yeah. thing called the Great One. Um, oh, the wow. Great One. There's a genie. Yeah. Ooh. I get there's some wishes a genie, from a genie. Which is like a devil. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, I think you I, would I think get I elemental would... stuff with the genie. Okay. Um, I think I would understand just, just sort of the nature of like, you know, creativity and, and art and things like that. Here. And I guess I should have done this beforehand, so I apologize. I found a patron called Patron of the Arts. Ooh, just like an old rich guy. Is this? <laughs> Is <laughs> like a Pride and Prejudice character? <laughs> yeah. Like a, just the ghost of the ghost of a Bedici. Let me see what book this is from. Oh, it might be homebrew. That's the problem. Sometimes people are like too good at graphics and they'll do a homebrew and it'll look exactly like D D content. And you're like, oh, that looks neat. Oh, wait, that someone made that up. <laughs> gotta add that into the to the system. I'll say I think I'd speak for all of us just like just since we're playing such like a limited game and if you have any recommendations for any of this stuff that like sort of streamline oh, yeah. stuff like feel free to do that at any yeah. point yeah I'll, I'll take any of your recommendations all right so i'm gonna make a note we need to find you a patron okay you should be able to peruse your I'll options. do a little research yeah, yeah. and then um cool. i will make a campaign on dnd beyond that'll be the easiest if you have a phone a tablet computer a laptop anything you can use mm -hmm. i mean can you, or just put all your stats in and print the page out However you like to, to do your thing. Cool. Got it. And that'll probably be the easiest. So, and um, I don't know. I I was trying to figure out what my kind of race would be. And I think I think just a human is probably uh, good for me. Just just some guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you think of a name or you want to? Uh, that's a good question. I am. Just taking suggestions. Any, any suggestions from the from the crowd here? I mean, Golden Bear would make a good last name. Just put them together. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, something like um, I didn't go pencil themed with mine. Kind of regret that, but I, I, I yeah. might work it in there. You might get a legal name change before the first episode or something. How about how about uh, how about Andrew Golden Bear? <laughs> I like. It. You could use Mitmesaw too if you want to, Andy. So I'll, I'll loan it to you. It's not a good name as Ralph. <laughs> it's beautiful in its simplicity. <laughs> yeah, I think you get Wopex in there. Oh, yeah. In Ralph, Ralph Wopex. Wopexen. Wopexen. Forgot about Johnny's plural of, of Wopex. <laughs> I don't think I came up with that. I'm not going to take credit, but it's perfect. Okay. It is. Andy, do you think you would prefer to go to like the light or the dark as far as people? Oh, that's a good question. Um, can you get complicated? Can you, can I like want to go to the light, but turns out it is actually toward the dark? We could, we could give it a shot. Yeah. I'm just kind of <laughs> like, I, I, I was, I was sort of drawn 
drawn by the powers of good, but actually there's a dark underbelly that I didn't even realize. I like it. Yeah. Unlock the elemental power of graphite. Graphite's an element, right? It's carbon, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's the, it's the um, thing molecule. Yeah. Oh, crap. But it's carbon and some other stuff. All right. So we went over sort of characters. We'll need to pick a patron for Andy. Andy. Okay. I'll do that. We've got everybody's backgrounds. Uh, I'm going to make a special background. I wrote a note down. Pencil-related background. Um, yeah, so we would just need to do stats. But stats are influenced by background stuff. So let me see if I can do this without using my super clicky-clacky keyboard. What kind of keyboard? Tim and I are keyboard nuts. What keyboard are you rocking? It's a red dragon. Ooh. I can't remember what kind of... I don't of even know what that looks like. It has, though. Yeah. It's a, a very... It's a, like a gaming keyboard. Oh, lovely. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Love those lights. Which is hilarious because I don't even game on my Mac. Uh, it's connected to my back, my Mac and I use a like a Dell laptop for my gaming. So it's like. Yeah. <laughs> Tim says graphite is a mineral composed exclusively of the element carbon. Graphite has the same chemical composition as a diamond, which is also pure carbon. But the molecular structure of graphite and diamond is entirely different. This causes almost opposite characteristics in their physical properties. That was straight from my memory, by the way, just from yeah, my knowledge figured, of chemistry. I figured you I, just did, I didn't. That. I didn't Google that. No. No, of course not. Let's I didn't Google tell that. you for a second. I, I yeah. I that's I still was holding on to that from my C minus in chemistry in high school. <laughs> <laughs> it was my worst class in high school. <laughs> All right. So custom background, pretty easy. I just need to pick a feat that looks good for pencil-related stuff and kind of what we've got planned. And then you'll get buffs and two skills and then two proficiencies and tools. Um, there okay. are so many different tools, um, but some, some are more important than others, like uh, you'll like um, lockpicking tools, um, stuff like that to help you find traps and open doors. Those things are a little bit more important to have um, proficiency in than some of the other ones. There's like blacksmith tools and... As I said, clicker for supplies, lots of, lots of options. So are those things that you'll pick for us or do we go yeah. through picking that? Okay. I'll gotcha. pick them, but sometimes your, uh, your race or your class will have a proficiency in a tool, depending on like rogues, gotcha. I think automatically have proficiency in, uh, name of what the tool set is. I went through it with D and D beyond. It was like, I remember there was one point where it like brought up tools or something and there were like some pre-made packages or something you could pick from. I think I saw those, but I didn't, I didn't, I was just like, sure, I'll take those. <laughs> but it might've just, that might even not have been tools. It might've just been the stuff that comes with my class or whatever. Uh, thieves tools are the big one for rogues. I think you guys are going to get a forgery kit. So if you write that down, so you have it. So that'll be one thing you're going to get for your custom background. You said calligraphers tools. Is that what the other? I feel thing like was? that's going to have to be the other one, just because that's the closest to uh, sort of pencil type stuff. There's cartographers tools as well. And will we all have the same ones, or can like one of us have cartographer, one of us have? one one of the other like what's we could totally give you guys different ones yeah could totally do that so forgery kits i think everybody will have that one then we can give each of you one of like the different types that so we can give andy the painter supplies 
Um, and then we can give um, Johnny the cartographer's tools. And then, Tim, you can take the calligrapher's supplies. And then the skills will be related to your class because that just makes the most sense. It gives you boosts in certain things, and it's best to do that with stats you already need, that you need boosted. My stat, she says that my character went to Bard College. No. That's you a do. college too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got you yeah. have to pick yeah. a college, so you have to go in yeah. and see what your options are. Oof, okay. It's <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> as far as rogue building, I don't think there is a ton to do there except for just dispersing stats. Um, and then Warlock, we still just got to pick a patron. Yeah. I'm going to use that. Uh, let's do a, yeah, let's do some sort of a demon. Demon? Okay. So... I feel like the best way to go would be in the trickster domain for that. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Just like a Loki tricked me into giving giving him my soul or something. Loki is an option. Oh, okay. It seems if you want a little trickery in there, Archfey is the way to go. For okay. Patrick. Got it. And it'll be a lot easier to have an archway pretending to be something else. A lot of them change shape. Mine, mine is pretty like basic that I have right now, but I, I had read something about with bards that like one of the options was them for like that they had been a part of some sort of group. And so I had the idea like, so this, this character was part of a sort of like trio of traveling that traveled together, uh, performing and just like traveling around uh, the world. Then at one point, one of them died, one of them disappeared, um, and the sort of story of like how that happened has never been like, he's never like fully talked about it, but one, the other, the one who is alive, he has no idea where he is. Um, and then sort of since then, he's never been able to like hold a real job or like function because he just like is always on the move. So I think it had me like choose his, like how well off he was. And it was definitely like way in the middle, like he can feed himself and that's basically <laughs> <laughs> basically it just um most of the time so so kind of like a just like a wanderer sort of character like so i don't know if that would make sense for like how our characters meet as far as just kind of like wandering into something or or if we can use that as kind of a, st a starting point um i had thought about uh so the typical sort of joke uh, for dandy is you meet in a tavern which is typically how most campaigns start um, but I was thinking we could have um, have you guys all meet in a like a stationary shop. Yeah, figure that'd be. Pretty oh yeah, cool. that makes sense. And, and now you all have supplies that will have some sort of some sort of stationary element, so it makes sense you would all be there restocking your supply kits. Yeah, that sounds good. I think I like that. I think my my character is uh, extremely wealthy and is a scientist. Um, and has decided that he wants to unlock the secret to creating good art, right? Like, and he doesn't have a lot of artistic talent himself, um, but he just like really, really wants to. And it's, it's just like, I have all this like wealth and scientific knowledge, so I should be able to just like understand how this works, which is kind of why he, but he just couldn't figure it out, right? Because it's not, it's not science, right? It's art. So, so he's uh, trying to crack the code of art trying to crack the code of art and and is probably one of the reasons why you know he's gonna follow tim around to um sorry sam what is it sam sam wick so no. let's call him sam 
I said Sam Samit okay. was the name, but like Samit, Sam okay. or Sammy yeah. or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Um, <laughs> Sam Sam. He just constantly wants to sort of experiment on you. I don't understand. Stalking me. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so my, my character is a. I just keep hitting you up for money. Yeah. It's like, can I have five bucks? I just like, yeah. I get a pint. And Johnny's character is just trying to steal from me. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We're both leeching off Andy somehow. Johnny, did you think of a backstory? Um, sort of, or at least like I am motivation. So I was thinking like, not a greedy thief, sort of like a stick it to the man kind of thief. A Robin Hood type? Anarchist. I mean, but a lone wolf version. Yeah, like maybe sort of like an anarchist who just messes with people. Like maybe he doesn't even do anything with what he steals and throws an old ground. Yeah, just. <laughs> uh, we could set it up with the other two party members being human. Um, uh, maybe you were wronged by humans in some way at some point, and then uh, uh, these two, you meet these two, and they are either they wrong you and you stick with them to to get back at them later, or um, <laughs> either they were uh, or they're like the first humans you encountered who were nice, and so you kind of stick with them that way. That's probably closer to reality, <laughs> the reality of our relationship. Just constantly asking yourself, like, I can't believe I'm still going around with these guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been almost ten years. I got all their two eleven. <laughs> I think I think my wealth is like family money. If you haven't thought about it, where your sort of obsession with understanding the nature of art, like you will need a catalyst mm-hmm. for that. So you could think about there's tons of options. You could have siblings that were all super artistic and you're just like the not artistic one. Yeah. You your parents could be super yeah. artistic. Um I think and they were parents. expecting you to be like a prodigy, but then you definitely weren't. That sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, I definitely think it was my parents who were um, just like one was a uh, a painter and one was just a, like a writer. And they're just like power couple and they had a kid and all this pressure and expectations are placed on me, but I'd like to do science and they were so disappointed. <laughs> so I inherited all this money, but, you know. None of the uh, books. Parents. I'm, just, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to get through my life, just pleasing my, pleasing my parents. And then also make a note, Andy. You can also have an alchemy kit with the science stuff. Okay. And then I will give Johnny. Um, we'll give you the thieves' tools, so you have those. It's something for Tim. Did you pick an instrument, Tim? I uh, I think I just put loot. I put loot. It let me pick three. It was a nice. I did I did a bird pipes, bagpipes, and a loot. That was <laughs> I, just, a, I thought bag, a combination. bagpipes would be so just funny, like just like blasting What's a wood. bird pipe. I think it's, it's those things where you're like, mm-hmm. you know, you, oh, like a pan, like, like a the little kind of like a pan flute. It looks like a pan flute. Yeah, you like that for those audio listeners. The thing that goes, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Um, yeah. So those were the three that I picked. There were just a bunch that I didn't like recognize. And so I Googled some of them. Um, but that, yeah, that's where I landed. We'll give you also, we'll give you the tinkers tools. So everybody okay. has a forgery kit. You each have the individual ones, the calligrapher, the, I can't remember. I didn't write them down. Um, Painter supply and alchemy kit. Yeah. Painters and that. Okay. Um, oh, cartographer. So you also have cartographer's tools and then painter tools. 
Oh, can we have a pet? <laughs> Do, is that just something? Does that like change things? If so, nope. if, if one person does, like, a, does it give like advantage or anything? Nope, not usually. Okay. Uh, there are some some uh, classes that have certain things where you can find a familiar, and those are like spectral pets um, that do things for you. Uh, okay. um, there's also like where there's some classes where you can call an animal companion, and they'll do things for you, and they'll also have a role in sort of fighting. Like they'll have gotcha. their own order and everything. Okay, but just as far as like a character thing, like you can, I'll, I'll have to think about it, but that'd be fun. I feel like I'd have the kind of character that would have some sort of like like a pet rat that's like in my pocket or something. Or <laughs> <laughs> lives in your loot. Yeah, he, he lives in the grass. He's so nasty. Maybe, and it is, maybe he's, yeah. he's controlling your loot, like some sort of a ratatouille kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to play it. He's just like... <laughs> On your hands. (laughs) He's plucking the strings from the inside. Like, I only know how to do the left hand. The rat takes care of the rest, yeah. Johnny, I think uh, a good good Baltimore reference, I think you need like a raven on your shoulder. And it's my favorite animal. And I have a raven on my... There you go. Ooh, (laughs) maybe it's a tattoo that it's a a familiar, so it's like a a spectral pet and it comes to life and (laughs) leaps out of your arm and guides the way is there a we point where we them. where our characters realize that we all have matching tattoos it's like what does it mean just like, what does it mean we all have the same tattoo <laughs> bro what's this thing on your arm they're all the same but slightly missed slightly different <laughs> so i will give everybody the lucky feet so write that down um I'll tell you exactly what it does. It lets you re-roll stuff, which would be good since everybody's mostly new. At, um, and you'll be at fifth level. So I will find a way to work that in our when we start so that to give you guys that. Um, it, so you get three luck points per day. Um, whenever you make an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw, you can spend one luck point to roll an additional d20. Um then you use that, um, and then you could choose which of the d20. So if you roll, say you roll like an 18 and a 7, uh, you would, obviously, you would want to use the 18, you would use that one. It just helps, it just helps, uh, helps sort of game the system a little bit to give you a little bit of advantage uh, when you need it as opposed to when it's um, awarded. How, that brings up a question, how are days measured? Like, how do we, like, as far as like actual gameplay time, like what, what would count as a day? Sure. Um, it's usually sort of structured, sort I guess, sort of at my whim. Um, so usually how it'll, <laughs> I'll lay it out. And then uh, the, the day will end when you sort of decide, um, but also me as well. So there are two kinds of rests. There's a short rest and a long rest. Um, a short rest will do certain things to give you back, like ability things. Um, some things are limited to short rest time. Some are limited to long rest time. You can only use it like once per day or um, twice per short rest, that sort of thing. Um, short rest is an hour. Um, it means you can't do anything during that hour. You might be sitting around talking, sitting around a, like a campfire. Um, and then you uh, can just basically reset those things that reset a short rest. And then the long rest is sort of the end of the day. Everybody's going to sleep and it lasts for eight hours, um, which can shift. You need six hours of at least um, six hours of at least rest time to be able to reset the long rest. Um, I think elves actually have a shorter uh, long rest time. I'll look it up. Um, it just means just, they just like Johnny. Us. Johnny, you're just an elf. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that, Johnny, Johnny sleeps for like four, four hours of sleep a night. night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Last night, three. 
<laughs> so elves take four like hour trance to regain their long rest stats. So make it perfect, Johnny. <laughs> so perfect. I just imagine Johnny doing that. He's like, takes drinks a cup of coffee and then he just stands in the corner for four hours yeah. and then like, <laughs> and then he's back. All right. So I was gonna, I was planning on doing like a just a little short combat, but we won't be able to do combat till we get everybody's stats set up. Um, and we've got to get the rest of the background set before we can do the stats. So I think what a better use, maybe um, we'll do that at the start of the next episode, just to just a brief sure. what it looks like. Um, yeah. I can build it into how we um, set it up. Uh, and that's actually perfect. If we all start in the stationary store, I'll have a sort of an encounter built into the stationary store for you guys. Um, otherwise, uh, a good way to sort of cap things off here is I can give you just a brief rundown of sort of stats and skills. Um, so you sort of know what you're looking at. Hmm. So there are six main stats in D&D. They're strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. And then all of those determine the sort of breakout stats. And there are several of those. Um, and they depend; those uh, stat scores depend on your level. And then uh, mostly, I think, just your level, what you add for those. And then your uh, your ability scores. You said strength, strength, dexterity, wisdom, charisma, constitution, and what else? Strength, uh, intelligence. Intelligence. It's, it's like strength. depending on the kind of attack that comes our way, we'll have different strengths on those six, which will like affect how it. Right. So how your class, hits or whatever. Um, so your class will determine which of those stats you're better at. So like a barbarian who's big and beefy would have a higher constitution and a higher strength. Um, a wizard who has more intelligence would have a higher intelligence, but low strength, that sort of thing. So depending on your, your class, those things will be better or worse. So it's good to know what your party stats are so that um, sort of like a rogue, he's going to have high uh, perception because he needs to find traps and stuff like that. So, you know, it's good to know everybody else's sort of uh, uh, strengths and weaknesses in order to uh, use everybody efficiently in your party. There are also a couple of extra stats uh, that are sort of passive. I mean, that will also be determined by your race and your class. Um, and these are just how well you perceive the environment around you that has no direct. Um, it's like if you notice the person walking down the hallway, if you can hear it, you have a higher passive perception than someone else. If that makes sense. Hmm. Sounds like my ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the stats, I'll give you just a little bit of explanation of them. Um, strength is going to be how strong you are, um, and how much you can carry, what you can pick up. Um, it also depends on uh, like the weapons you can use and uh, how hard you'll hit with those weapons. Dexterity is how sort of nimble you are. Um, I get out of the way of like crashing boulders or uh, you know sneak through a trap door. Um, constitution is how hardy you are, like how hard you can get hit and still stay standing. Intelligence is uh, like book smarts. Wisdom is like street smarts. And then charisma is how charming, um, and, you know, sort of persuasive you are. Any questions about any of those? No, I don't think so. Uh, you guys? Um, I think I'm good. I'll, I'll be interested to see uh, how they like, you know, how they, they show up in gameplay. That'll be really interesting. And so it, it did... Oh, good. Good. Um, I can give you just a, just a short example. Um, so let's say... Your party is um, standing in a hallway uh, and there are three doors uh, around you guys. 
uh, you guys are trying to decide which door is the best door to take. Um, in that case, someone might ask to look at the door to determine, you know, the door in front of you, say. Um, I would say roll a perception check, in which case the person uh, making that check would roll their d20, again, which is the 20-sided dude here. Um, and then you would add your skill modifiers, which are on your character sheet, uh, which we will will break out before you guys um, actually start playing. Um, and then depending on that role, there's going to be what's called a DC, which is the sort of level the check needs to meet to do it successfully. And that's something I determine based on what the door looks like, what's behind the door, if there's locks, you know, et, et cetera. Um, so, and then you roll it, you match it to the DC. If it goes over, you succeed. If it goes under, you don't succeed. Um, there's also something called, we talked about critical hits. There's also critical failures, which is a natural one on the dice. And that can also have effects too, if you roll a natural one during a skill check or during combat. So if you said like, if to, to perceive a door or whatever, you have to get a 15. Do we know that beforehand or do we, do we roll first? Or is that just kind of like however you want to do it? Uh, it just depends. Um, sometimes okay. I'll share it. Uh, I'll say, okay, this might be really tricky. You need to get a 17 to, to mm -hmm. get this door. Like, let's say you're doing a strength check. Um, you know, I would, I'll share it. Sometimes I won't, uh, depending on the scenario and, you know, how mysterious okay. I'm keeping the circumstances. And so, like, if my stat for strength check, like you just said, is negative one. And I, and I need a 17 and I roll a 17, it drops down to 16 and I, I Well, if you roll the, a 17, yeah, and you have a negative one modifier, yep, then it would yeah. definitely go down to 16. Or if it was a 16, I had a plus two. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Stats are pretty straightforward. Um, we could talk about, uh, so one of the main components, so there are several, several ways people like to play D&D. Um, uh, some people like to go full hard into combat and they just like to beat up monsters and fight other other characters. Um, combat is there's fighting options, but there are other options in combat. But I think that I think a lot of people forget about there are help actions. You can help someone else do something in combat. You can hide. You can dodge. Um, you can do different things besides fight. Um, and I'll go I'll send you guys a list of specifically of everything you can do when you're when you're in combat. Uh, you, you get an action, you get a bonus action, and you get movement. Um, an action can be either you're going to hit it with your weapon, uh, you're going to put one weapon away and take another weapon out, you're going to help a friend, you're going to dodge and attack what they think is coming your way, that sort of thing. Bonus actions are determined by your class and um, any features you have, and that'll be listed on your character sheet once we break those out. And then uh, movement. Most, uh, most creatures in D&D have 30 feet of movement. Uh, one of the actions you can do for combat also is dashing, which gives you double movement. Um, these hmm. are just like little finicky things, though. Um, since you guys are new, uh, when we do our when we do our first combat and even into our probably our second, um, I'll prompt you, uh, give you options, um, you know, suggest what you could do. That way, um, nobody just like I don't you know instantly kill the whole party <laughs> like the first combat. <laughs> well, that was fun, guys. Yeah. 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 Um, um, yeah, like so, I, I just have my sheet that was. And I don't know this is all changed, but like for a bard, my bonus action is called Bardic Inspiration, and so it says that like if one of you guys is within sixty feet of me, I can give you inspiration. Which is that like it's just like an extra roll? Is that essentially yeah, so, what it is? Uh, yep. Yeah, so yeah, you would just re-roll um uh, uh anything. You can re-roll okay. an attack or re-roll a save, whatever. Just anything with a d twenty. Mm -hmm. You want to re-roll it? You can re-roll it. 
Okay. Yeah. Bardic Inspiration's pretty awesome. And we uh, and we break out into song in front of that. <laughs> uh, you would definitely like, um, Tim, the first season of Critical Role, there is a bard. Um, his name is Scanlon Shortholt. He does the best little mashup music things because he when he gives Bardic Inspiration, he actually sings a little song. <laughs> And they're just like they're just like modern songs that he sings, and they're they're pretty great. Um, he's in the Box Machina Amazon show too. Okay, um, cool. Oh yeah, I'm gonna check that out. He's it's pretty he's pretty fun. Um, so another thing that uh, will affect everyone except uh, Johnny will be spell slots. So basically, uh, if you're a caster, um, which would that would be a warlock and a bard, both casters, um. You have a certain I'm number casters. of spells at certain levels you can cast per day. Um, and those will be listed on your character sheets and you could just mark them off as you use them. Um, and it's basically... And then there's like levels for the spells from cantrips, which you can cast at any time. There's no limit to cantrips. They're like mini spells. And then there's a first level up through... I think you'll get through third or fourth at fifth level. I'll have to look it up. Um... And then, so the higher the level, the, the stronger the spell, if that makes sense. And then the less of those spells you have. And then you'll you'll get all your spell slots back um, either at the end of the day or if you do something that gives you a, gives you spell slots. Like warlocks, I think, have certain things that they can do to manipulate their spell slots. I'll have to look it up. Um, things like that. But spell slots are important for the casters. The rogue, he just needs to worry about weapons. <laughs> Have you thought about what weapons uh, like to have? Um, hammer. Nice, right? <laughs> and whatever is the closest thing to an oil. I like it. Just a shiv, like a stiletto <laughs> knife. Yeah, and these are fancy. These have replaceable points. So if someone has a bloodborne illness, I can get rid of that one. <laughs> Ooh, maybe they're like throwing stars. You just like throw in, you throw in all, and it's like. Right in the neck of <laughs> yeah, like three <laughs> between your fingers, you throw all three at the same time. Like, <laughs> oh, I have more than three. Maybe you're yeah. like, um, you only have five fingers, though. I guess you do both hands. <laughs> you're like an all Wolverine, yeah. You just like, chink. <laughs> well, I, I do have some embedded in my feet. <laughs> um, we will just say you're gonna use the all, and I'll just give it the dagger stats. Yeah, uh, something I can do. Thanks. So, Monica, is there, like, any other things, like, you recommend us doing? Like, sort of, any other things, like, as far as preparing between now and then? I know you said you're going to share the stat sheet that we can, like, sort of study. Mm -hmm. But is there any, any other stuff that you recommend we prep before gameplay? Um, I don't think so. What I'm going to do is set up a campaign on D&D &D Beyond. There's a place to put inventory. There's a place to put proficiency, all those tools that you guys have. You can add those to your inventories. Stuff like that. And then there are also... Let me pull the character sheet so I can tell you. Uh, the front page of it is just basically, people can't see it that are listening, but it's basically uh, it's just a straight sheet. Very easy to kind of see everything. Mm -hmm. If you want, you can also roll. So if you click one of the things, it'll roll for you and just add it for you. So that's if you don't feel like doing math. These are your, like, your skill check stuff. Um mm -hmm. It'll go through and list all of your skill stuff, all of your, your modifiers, so you'll know exactly what you need to add. Um, and then it also, there's one whole section on actions. So it'll give you all of your weapons plus your stuff that you add to those, your modifiers for those. And then it'll give you bonus actions. It'll list everything out for you, which is very, it's very easy to, to use. Wow. 
So I'm so set that up, guys. I already made a note for it. And I'm so we... excited. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so for okay. yeah. leading us down this path. <laughs> You're welcome. And I'm sorry. Yes. I'm going to be obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I am. I am ready. Um, so yeah, I think thanks for your, I mean, your time, the time you're putting into this, like we really, really appreciate this is making a really special 200, you know, like getting into the 200s yeah. of our episodes. So this is, this is really special and we appreciate you. This is good. <laughs> I've been, I've been and a part accepting. of the Facebook group for years. So yeah, <laughs> it's cool, cool to be yeah. episode, so. And you're, you've been a patron too. So thank you yeah. so much for all too. Yeah. I I'll wanted do, to get access read your name to on there. The ink episodes you guys do, because oh yeah, definitely use pens more than I use pencils, sadly. But <laughs> hey, this is a safe space. Well, well Monica, we'll see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you want to tell before we, uh, well, yeah, we'll close things up, but uh, tell people where they can find like your books and like follow you and anything you want to share. Uh, sure, yeah. Um, go ahead. Everyone can find me on my website, monicacorwin.com. Um, most of my books are available on Amazon. Um, you can also order paperbacks, um, via my website too. Um, I'm on social media. Uh, I'm not going to mention the X, but, um, <laughs> Facebook and Instagram, best places probably to actually interact with me. Um, and of course I'm in the erasables group to talk pencils and pens and notebooks all the time. <laughs> cool. Yay. Well, thank you so much, Monica. We're excited to launch into this thing very soon. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. All right. So we're back. We got out of our character outfits that we were in for that last uh, portion with, with Monica. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much to Monica Corwin for doing this with us. This is going to be a really exciting thing and a kind of fun new thing. And I'm, I'm really excited to try. Uh, so thank you for listening. This has been episode 200, 200 of the Erasable Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash groups slash Erasable Podcast. Erasable, sorry, Erasable Podcast. Just in the search bar on any site that you're at, just just type in Erasable Podcast and you'll probably find us. (laughs) (laughs) Go to Facebook. You can find us. Twitter, Instagram. Uh, We'll be back in the next episode to play some D&D. And uh, special thanks to our Patreon supporters at the producer level. Uh, If you support us on Patreon, uh, you get some perks. We send out some free stuff. We give you some additional content like our pen podcast indelible that we've been doing. And also things now like the live stream of this um, of this episode you're listening to right now. So you can see it in video if you support us on on Patreon. By the way, Tim, if you if you Google erasable, just the word erasable. Um, first result is uh, Cambridge Dictionary definition. Second result is vocabulary.com definition. Third result the Erasable Podcast. That's awesome. We're yeah. taking down those crappy Erasable <laughs> paper mate pens. Yeah, no. Remember those from school? Shove oh, those down, down to page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank you again to our producer-level Patreon, Patreon supporters. Uh, we couldn't do any of this without you, so thank you for your support. Nathan Raybeck, Dana Morris, Liz Rotundo, Melissa Miller, Angie, Aaron Bollinger, uh, Ivan Hirntes, Tara Whittle, Tara Whittle, Ida Umfers, David Johnson, Phil Munson, Donnie Pierce, Tom Keekley, Andre Torres, Paul Moorhead, John Capaluti, Stephen Frenscali, Aaron Willard, Millie Blackwell, Michael Diolosa, Tana Felice, Ann Sipe, Joe Crace, Michael Hagan, 
Mary Collis, Kathleen Rogers, Hans Noodleman, and John Wood. Thank you all Thank you, so guys. much. Thank you for your support. Uh, and we'll, we'll see you all soon. See you in episode 201. Yeah. Turn it off.